Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men, I'm tired of walking around, 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 around. You're listening to Breakthrough with A.J. Barrera. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, A.J. Barrera. We are going to be talking about spirit animals today. You know, we, we covered it on one of our shows. and we Kind of. Kind of, yeah. And so we're going to go back into this and get down to maybe some of the issues and some of the relatable facts about the commonalities of spirit animals, totem guides, and so on and so forth. You know, so spirit animals come in, you know, day in, day out, but it's usually having some sort of um, attraction to them or having some sort of a uh, connection with them, which is very unique to them. So a lot of people say, oh, you know, my spirit guide or my spirit animal would be a butterfly, this and that. And it's like, why is it a butterfly? You think, so? you think they just say, oh, that's my spirit guide? Because you are a freak if you think there's a spirit guide normally to like normal people, right? And then once we've learned that there are people who are guiding us and there are symbols and plant life and everything around us has a message for us and we're like tree, Bible, hugger. Wait, not Bible, but just tree huggers. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and I'd like to ask the question, why would you care about what a spirit animal means? Why would you care that that hummingbird that keeps flying right in front of your face and pecks you in the nose and then flies off? Why would I care what that means? Does it mean anything? The reason why you want to know is that these spirit animals play a big role in our life. What I mean by this is that there are commonalities, again, which within each animal. So if it's a lion, a horse, a bird, a hummingbird, these, they have personal traits and personal messages that they help you move forward and they help you with your everyday life. And these spirit animals usually come from Native Americans, which they call them totem guides. They do and normally? Normally. Well, because it's Celtic, Egyptian, uh, you know, all over the world, Northern Europe, yeah, Asia. Yeah, but, but they, re- they originated from totems, you know, which is why spirit animals come from mm-hmm. the background of the Native Americans. Oh, a American. totem, right. Absolutely. And so that energy comes in, which is very powerful. I mean, plus... Back then, they used to, you know, in some sense, worship these animals, the wolves, the hawks, and so on and so forth, that would bring them some sort of path or enlightenment to the life today. So, which is why back then, the, um, the Indians, they always kind of, um, I, I want to say praise them, but ra- raise they them. They do kind of, don't they? Yeah, but in, in a different light there because of what the animals taught them. Like a ritual. Them. Yeah, because of what the animals Honoring. taught them. Yeah, absolutely. Honoring, yeah. Because of what the animals taught them. So that that that's a big point of it is that. What can this animal teach me rather than me teaching this to the animal of like, stay, sit, don't do this, don't do that. There's many lessons that they learned within this. And plus, these are part of your spiritual guides working with you. Oh, that you're going to say something. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. She's well, like, it's hot in here. Okay, so when you're talking about totem, you're talking about, yeah. Oh, look at that. Mini blizzard. We have to frame the room here. We were, she, a little fan has now been aimed at Jennifer, and now the world can go back now, to zooming. Yes, it's we should, back on we its should, access. Spinning. We should actually film this too. She kind of looks like no. Marilyn Monroe with her hair blowing <laughs> in the air, and <laughs> I her, think her hair was pinned up, wasn't it? It was a dress with, that was with her blowing. Che shirt. Yeah, right. Yeah, with my Che shirt. Which, by the way, if you're listening, sister-in-law, I'm wearing this shirt. It said Che. I picked it out like the freaking 
the fair or whatever. And he, I guess he's like a really cool dude. <laughs> 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 the color really brings out my eyes. So love you. Remember, okay. Buy the shirt first, figure out what it means later. Right. right? <laughs> it was the only one in the whole, I don't know. Skele- it was weird. <laughs> I, it was a weird experience, but this one called me, but okay. So you're talking about totems. Totem spirit. But animals, in general, yes. there are guides, right? Guides, yes. Spirit guides, Spiritual and guides. then animal spirit guides. So let me break it down. Spirit guides live in the upper world. They right. watch over us and they assist us. They actually choose us. We don't choose them. Absolutely. And um, they're chosen to accomplish a certain fate. It's an assigned fate. Um, and basically, it, it's the human transposed into a spirit guide. So I think that they were a living, existing human being before they became. A spirit guide. So in turn, when they come down here to help assist us and guide us, we in turn help assist them to go into their evolving of the realms of spirituality or whatever their their life purpose is. But it you know doesn't just stop. It keeps coming back and and so forth. So I thought that was interesting that your guide could actually have been like a actual human being at one point. It says that they. Um, well, yeah, because like here's the thing with guides and and spiritual guides <clears throat> is that. We have angels, which are, you know, kind of what they would say, created by God, through God. So they divine. Yeah, through mm-hmm. a higher power. You have spiritual guides, which are individuals that actually had a physical. Oh, incar- see, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had a physical incarnation. These are people who actually lived a life. Right. So your your um, loved ones will never truly be your spiritual guide. They will be kind of like mentors in some sense or people that will assist you from the other side. As for animals, they had a physical incarnation, which is why they're spiritual guides or spirit animal guides in some sense. That's probably why Rebecca Rosen's grandmother, grandma, babe, assisted was her. her spirit guide because she learned the lesson. And, you know, mm-hmm. once she reached that realm, realized she needed to jump in and help her not make those same mistakes so that everyone collectively can evolve. Yeah. And like Rebecca's story, too, like with, with that situation is that it brought back a lot of things from a spiritual realm, meaning that what her grandma taught her what lessons that she needs to know. Same thing with these spirit animals. There are lessons they give us and that could be side of direction. It could be side of um, maybe uh, of instinct. It could be part of like grounding about moving quickly the way we think. So it all depends on what common animals that you see. Most of the time they would say your spirit animal is someone that you, an animal or, well, or something. We, we're trans, <clears throat> we're, we're would, would moving you, over to the animals and not the guys, right? But that was just yeah, kind of an, okay. Absolutely. Is that when we move into the spirit part of the animals that usually runs in from an instinct or it runs in from an, from an area that you had an awkward experience with. So as one of my experiences, I was out camping many, many years ago and I ended up running into a big black bear and it was, I think it was attacking a horse or, or, or eating a horse or something. It was way far. I forgot where I was at though. And when this happened, I was like, oh, holy crap. Like, really, it was a crazy moment. I never thought as a bear being a spirit animal. I always felt like a hawk was my spirit animal or my spirit guide in some sense. And hawks have always been around me since a child. I always see them every time I'm driving, as soon as I get in the car, as soon as I leave somewhere. So it's very healing energy. And a hawk represents intuition. It represents spirituality. represents more so the freedom, the path. So it just depends on what these animal guides are supposed to teach us and what are we supposed to do to them. Are we supposed to honor them in a certain way? And I think it's about kind of like giving thanks, you know, kind of like giving, you know, a thank you to this animal for teaching us these lessons. Okay, so if we're switching gears over to the spirit of the animal, uh, basically like the cosmic energy of the, uh, so let's just say the unity of bearedom, okay? Because there are black bears or I don't even know, I'm not a, what do you call it? A, a bearologist? Who, yeah, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you would call it? I was going to say archaeologist, but I don't think that that's correct. No, I think they're bu- I think they're both incorrect, actually. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're well, getting closer. You, know, at least, yeah. you, you get my point, right? There's, there's, a, there's species of bears, 
And they are all different on different continents of the world, mm-hmm. but still a bear. So just kind of generalize it like that. There's a bird, there's fish, there's mammalia, there, you know, and it's broken down, even down to the plant species. Mm-hmm. But these animal spirit guides, these are the middle world. The middle world, which I'm guessing is right here on Earth. Right, on the physical. Yeah. Okay. And um, it, basically this totemic energy of animals, they come into your life because they're trying to teach you on a base animalistic level, the qualities and traits that you need to learn and integrate into your own life. Now, when you're talking about this, it's um, Native American cultures, African cultures, Celtic uh, Aborigine, which is that a Yeti? Wait, anything on the Aborigines? Is there is? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I'm making my no clue face. I, that's, <laughs> Perfect. If that, you could see his, this, that's face, his marriage it's face. No clue. No clue face. That's his marriage face. <laughs> now let me see Magnum. <laughs> this face in a tux is my wedding day. <laughs> there you go. He is just being honest. <laughs> and my beautiful wife, of course. The only thing anyone needed to be looking at was her. But yeah, yeah. The was, only lucky person was <laughs> this face on a cake. Right? You <laughs> that day. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's it's ancient culture, right? So, right. who is your animal totem? My animal totem is a hawk. Like I said. Wade? What, what, what do you feel like your personal connection with, with a certain animal? Off the top of your head and then we'll break it down. Okay, well, I, I would say typically like a dire wolf, but... Uh, a dire um, wolf specifically? Is there a difference between... Well, dire wolf is like the, the origin of dogs. Like the first was the dire wolf. It's like the... Uh-huh. So, oh, okay, got it. So, I, I, but I think of it as being like that type of, you know... I love that reference. Uh, and then, uh, but you know, the, the, my experience with the owl has taken on such a, you know, w- which if anyone listened to the Austin uh, Wells episodes, and one of them, uh, actually we just had her on the one, but she does a, a read and, uh, and we talk about that a little bit. And um, so that to me now, the, the owl sort of feels like it's Oh, I still have the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> because I totally resonate with the owl, but not the white one and not w- weird alien shit. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I believe I am speaking to an abductee. (laughs) Not the greys, right? (laughs) And hopefully you listen to that that one. Oh, wait, I don't even think it's out. Anyways, regardless. Uh, So, yeah, I guess. So, owl and a wolf. Yeah, what about you? Chimpanzee. Okay. Chimpanzee, yeah. I think specifically, you know, primates or whatever, but which is 99.9% of our DNA. Did you know that? I did, yeah. And we're talking about natural or survival of the fittest or something like, oh, well, if we really were from chimpanzees, then why are there humans? <laughs> it's way too complicated to. Do you do that voice again? I love yeah, when you yeah, do voices. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's what everyone sounds like. Just so you know, that's Jennifer doing every man's voice. <laughs> Is this why we started with Jungle Book? Is right. this why? Because you're animal guy. Oh, my God. Did you think I was just trying to annoy you? <laughs> God, people, now, now follow me here. All right, so your your animal yes, guide is, okay, so is King is, Louis. Is, okay, is, maybe I don't King know. <laughs> I, I've never seen the Jungle Book, but why I I asked you to play? Well, you guys already heard it in the beginning of the show, right. but I started to think because I started thinking about like Mowgli's or whatever, and just the the adaptation and and existence of human beings and primates and all this that we are interconnected, and um. So I was like, huh, Mowgli. And then I started hearing the song, I want to be just like you. And so I was looking at that with AJ and I was, he's like, oh my God, why are you killing me? Right. No. Like, and I'm like, no, look are at you the lyrics. really playing this? Um, he's like, yeah, I know. I've seen it before, Jennifer. And I'm like, no, look at, look at what they're featuring. They're featuring all the animalia. Is that what I sound like to you? <laughs> yeah. hey, Jennifer. hey Jennifer and, and they're saying I, I, I want to be just like you I, you know I want to walk like you talk like you but we all know that bears can't really talk and that we are the only species on earth that we know of that has a larynx to be able to speak let alone you know but 
these animals do communicate with us and, and they it, do it spiritually right? absolutely and, a vib- because, and vibrationally too like it's almost like through telepathy like our animals like our dogs they show nothing but unconditional love we can sense they know well sure because feeling. they can't talk back absolutely but they do vibrationally <laughs> vibrationally they do talk back yeah it's the same Cassius way is yeah pretty sassy yeah, it's the same way it's like pet psychics you know how do they talk to them i mean like i said i had experiences with pet psychics in the past and unbelievable like they knew stuff about like my house like what color dogs i had like i didn't even send them pictures and whatnot like it's so crazy and it could be so cliche but when you're specific about the breed the animal well, yeah, like what they are like that's specific you can say oh there's a black dog but you know, I mean, but I, what type of black dog? But is I never it? knew why I liked chimpanzees before. I mean, I like gibbons. Well, you, I like you all look, of them. You kind of like, look like one, though. Do I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> grandfather, you know, rest his soul. I loved how every single time they sang happy birthday to me at the end, is like, you live in a zoo. You look like a monkey. You smell like one, dude. This is, you do the same voice for everybody. Even the people you love, you give them that voice. Yeah, because it's just like, you know, it's like the mocking voice, right? Mock. Yeah. Okay, no. No, this is this was happening. This was happening. They were actually doing the Mockingbird song. Mockingbird. Another animal. Maybe probably somebody else's spirit guide that's listening. I don't know. Okay, so so as I was learning about this Animalia kingdom of Beardoms and birds and whatever. Right. Oftentimes, the hummingbird, right? That's and very I common. And I swear, AJ's common. still trying to talk me out of this, and I'm trying to talk myself out of it because I'm like, um, hey, little birdie, hey, little buddy. And we sit there and we talk, and then like he perches. Not and, we, not me. Right. Her and her right. inner right. child. No, I figured, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, no one else has gone to a an exhibit at the zoo, and the llamas don't talk to you. It's hilarious. If, if, you, if you spent one day... <laughs> with us or even one day with her I mean, come on, she'll there's... be in the backyard ah, ah, she's out there all... tuck, <laughs> she's like talking to them oh. no they all have a different sound right but there is a reason why they do too oh, yeah, I, I talk to my pets all the time I will sing a song for them and I will talk right. and then I, I, I'll give them a voice and they'll talk really? back to me. Oh, yeah, uh, can you give us like a no name? no like, I can't okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> not today folks okay uh, so so hold that so the hummingbird, he's all, Jennifer, it's the dead of spring, you know? <laughs> Did you like that voice? Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's so, all very mean. <laughs> um, no. Then this bird starts, like, coming right up. And, I mean, he didn't peck me in the nose, but I still don't know what that means. I mean, I still haven't learned, like, oh, be aware of your thoughts. Oh, no, it's just a bird in, you know, in spring. I, I don't know. It was just kind of odd. But moths? Very much so. Oh, These, yeah. like, witch moths. I think they're called, like, hummingbird moths. Uh, hummingbird moths. Okay, so he's starting bad at this, like, thing that's flying around in the house that they almost, oh, you'd think that's an ugly, dark energy, like a moth. But I guess it's supposed to be very, very enlightening. Absolutely. And they're freaky looking moths. I have pictures of them. We'll we'll post them up. We'll post them up. Wingspan of like a, like a, like a butterfly looking thing. Well, anyway, so he's starting to swat at this thing that's, and I'm like, AJ, no, don't. It's a living (laughs) Now, do you see the voice she gives to herself? Right. She gives herself like so a 40s starlet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like hummingbird, like a baby. I figured it was like a baby hummingbird. Right. Oh, don't let me forget about the the, co- the cocoon. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. Sorry, Freudian slip. He just tried to bite you. I know. At the same point I, that I said that, too. How are we not too. recording this right now? <laughs> that was kind of cute, man. So he's swatting at this hummingbird at midnight. I don't know. Yeah. And it wasn't a hummingbird. It was a okay, massive so let me fi- uh, okay. moth. I mean, ju- it was beautiful. It was so it, massive. But it when was it flies, a moth. it looks like a hummingbird, which is why they call it a hummingbird moth. But it was so beautiful. Like we ended up just like with the fuzzy like, body yeah. to it and everything. But 
Yeah, but I, I don't think this is common. No, to have but, this freaking unique witch moth or something like that, which I think I'm, you know, we might go yeah, that direction. Well, plus we've been living at the place for a while, and we never had a moth like that ever show up in our backyard or to even fly inside our home, which is pretty crazy. So, um, and to piggyback on that, the sunflowers that keep oh, growing. Okay, some, so we had a random yeah. pumpkin growing in our backyard about a year and a half ago. No idea how that happened. We don't even have a like a hot crop for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and but then, now. Sunflowers, which I'm going to stop talking in a moment here so I can find all these pictures <laughs> to show you. Um, sunflowers, they ran- randomly grew on one side of the yard, then another side of the yard after the pumpkin got like mulled over by like the Edison, Edison, Edison truck came over that ran over a pumpkin. came into our backyard. <laughs> like SoCal Edison? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And no class. Yeah. Every, every, everyone's, rude. <laughs> everyone's favorite electrical carrier by force. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was going to make a pie with that. What the hell? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the other day, now we're talking Saturday, and we will show you these photos, ladies and gentlemen. But there was, once again, another random sunflower. Okay. So I was all intrigued. Wow, that's beautiful. And like, not even understanding there's some message. Right. And, or nor that we don't even eat sunflowers. I mean, seeds. <laughs> <laughs> sunflower seeds. Um, three days later, two actually. Wade, you're gonna trip on this. Okay. Like a bushel of sunflowers just started growing out of nowhere. It has to mean something. And we, you know, and the funny part though is that the area where it's at, we don't even water in that area at all. Never have, and they're growing like crazy. And so part of it is like you know either I well, part wait, of spirit me- or part of you know birds you know somehow dropping seeds like what, what what's causing these sunflowers but it, or, or very- not that's logic trying to rationalize that the, the hummingbird isn't trying to tell me something or that weird looking creepy well, moth thing isn't trying to enlighten me somehow. well even when we first moved in our place like we ended up having um, <laughs> a freaking beehive nest massive right. when we first moved in and it was i never seen anything like that in person and so i'm in the backyard you know sitting in the patio and all of a sudden i heard and all of a sudden, like, you know, uh, so, so I would go walk into the tree and all of a sudden you I walked into the tree, walk over to the tree. And so I walk <laughs> over and all of a sudden I'm like, where is it at? And I look up and it's massive, like nest. And so part of that, I think bees represent what um, fertility, but fertility also um, the way that they move their agility and yeah. as well, the hummingbird, their agility, which I was going to move forward touch on and backwards. The, and, yeah. yeah. It, the touch on the point that the things that you have to notice basically is you have to observe, study adapt so i'm going to break this down so when you observe it says look at what you're going through in your life example a bear do you want to hibernate are you a loner do you want to i don't know what do they do like you, you know that just like reminded gather me. all your food and then <laughs> shove it in a cave and don't exist for like seven months i don't know you, you know what that just reminded me are you bird are you this are you that it just reminded me of those depression commercials are you do you have you know blah blah blah. do you have this do you, have, do you feel like calls. this do you, do you have you know I think part of that is like you really have to observe like all these certain things that are going through. Like, do you want to hibernate? Do you like are right? So that's the bear. I mean, I don't. I don't come. You have encountered bears apparently yeah. before. I have not. Yeah. Um. Study says to learn to incorporate those qualities within yourself. Like parrots, for example, they squawk, and that's the way that they communicate. They're really intelligent. They speak other languages. Didn't even. Oh yeah, I guess they can right. speak, huh? Um. And then it says learn to incorporate those qualities. Uh, communicate clearly, for example. Okay, now adaptation. You have to look at their adaptation, their natural environment. Learn how to adapt in the environment and how they naturally survive in that habitat. So I don't know, bears or whatever, but we all have this natural, innate like way that we have living, whether you're in the rainforest 
or you're in the middle of the desert. <laughs> well, so, so you have, you know. I just so you know that wasn't AJ. That was Jennifer right. doing her impression. <laughs> I know it sounds just like him. I sound exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, it says that the animal. Okay, what, 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 it says. So basically, if the animal lays low, if they if they don't stand out, if they try to blend, if they camouflage themselves, if they, like I don't know what animal would do that. I don't know, lizard or something. I don't know. But regardless, maybe it's trying to tell you shh, up, up, and do not stand out. Right? Like it's trying to give you a message. Absolutely, and that and that's part of that message that you got to walk away with or understand what's coming. What's coming? That's into how you, you apply it, right? Yeah, I mean, so I think some of the things that I found online was the, the test most com- the ten most commonly. Um, identifiable um, spirit animals. And one, the first one is actually a lion. Lion means exceptional strength, aggressive pers- personal growth. It symbolizes strength and courage and dominance. Also can represent challenges and, and weak spots or difficulties in your situation. The second one would be a deer. The deer represents love and harmonious, uh, or harmony and energy. It also is represented in Tibetan Buddhism. The deer represents consideration, represents strength, and also like source of like the, the the wheel of life so there's a lot of recycling of rebirth of how deers are made and all of a sudden the babies are spawned off and all of a sudden they're shot and killed and reused again so it's part of like the cycle of life third is a butterfly it represents uh transformational it represents strength it represents more so evolution of spirituality it represents lightness <clears throat> fourth is the spider represents uh this is pretty cool uh represents feminine energy and creativity it also represents weaknesses, represents webs and situations that you're going through. Five is a horse. I've seen horses many times with many people. Um, horse represents more so the source of, of driving things in life. So if it's like your life, your personal life, your oh. stories, and so on and so forth. So it represents of the strength that it's giving you that direction where you need to be at. Owl. Here's yours, Wade, which is number six. Owls represents wisdom and knowledge. Can you say Wade and wisdom and knowledge in one word? In one sentence? No, <laughs> a lot no, of no kidding. It's a lot of data. No, <laughs> not Wade. Not Wade. Yeah. <laughs> so with the owl, owl is supposed to guide you to see the truth, reality beyond illusion. Owls symbolize intuition, change in scene, and beyond things that are not normal. It also represents uh, death in Native American tradition. So when people see owls, and I think and even for Latino culture, people, like they when they see a crow or black bird when it flies in your house, it always thinks of like negativity or, or death or so on and so forth. So there is a little common there. This is interesting. A cow. So on seven is a cow. So about personal and positive negative energy, which represents magic, mystery, creation, intelligence, and fearlessness. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Your local heifer, Jennifer. <laughs> Eight is a fox, and which symbolizes uh, the ability to find ways to be in tricky situations. Now for a fox? <laughs> What sound do they make? Like not, I, not a cat sound. I mean, I could be wrong. Please I, comment I, at home and, and let us know what sound that Exactly. <laughs> Upload a video of your best fox sound. Hey, isn't there actually a song does the fox say? Yeah. What it does the fox sh- say? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have encountered some hyenas, though, right? Yeah, yes, yes, yes we found hyenas. Yes, uh, yes. Wade every, has some great footage for you on that yeah, one. Every, every, I do. <laughs> I have personal footage from the hyenas themselves, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And go these re- two, re- real quick, two more. We got dragonfly, which symbolizes symbolism, transformation, change, almost like the uh, butterfly. Also represents uh, adapting to things in life, also representing feelings. It also represents connection with spirit and nature, um, water elements, life, fire, all this good stuff as well. And last one is a snake, which is pretty interesting. Snake represents spiritual meaning, which is a connection of life force and the primary energy of your life. So it provides more so the spiritual guidance, which is pretty interesting because people, when they see a snake, it represents a lot of negativities and fears and so on and so forth. So 
Um, snake also represents maybe some sort of myth or legends that you're going through or you need to reevaluate in your life. It also associated with good and evil, obviously, and also creation or destruction. So those are the top, you know, spiritual guides that are there. So I think animal of, guides. Part of the problem is that when you ask someone like what their spirit animal is, they're, they're going to want to say something really cool. Right. Like they're going to right. be like, oh, what's mine? It's a white tiger. They're going to say something <laughs> really like they're not going to, because no one's going to be like, oh, my, mine's a manatee. They're not going to like say it's like some really, they're going to say it's a r- really a manatee. Well, that's my point because that doesn't, is this porpoise that, that, that doesn't or ma- sound cool. So therefore they're not going to, um, is a manatee a porpoise? Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's the sea cow. It's the cow oh. of the sea. Uh, oh, but some... that's my point. So like they'll, they'll say something. So I don't, when I think about any like type of symbolism, so mm-hmm. like, like right. I, whatever it means to you, right. Cause you have your own symbolism, AJ, right. That's, Correct. that's your shorthand when you do a read. So, so like I found this really interesting and, and over the years I've watched you do reads is when you'll, you know, like you were doing it and you said, no, I'm seeing my father. So it had to be her father's side. You know, the symbol for you is seeing your dad. Absolutely. So I think some of it would, Anything is, is sort of what it means to you. So I always think about, well, I see this in my dream, and then people go, and they'll, they'll buy a book on symbols, or they'll buy, a, you know, to figure out what it all mm-hmm. means. Well, and I don't think it really tells you. It's not really that telling. I think it just gives, like you said, well, but, symbols but or but examples. They'll, they'll, if there are books that will say, well, this symbol ma- means this, and people will try to, like it's a puzzle, they'll try to decipher their dream mm-hmm. by using all these symbols, right. when, when a lot of times it, it, you're, they're trying too hard to figure this stuff out. You know, I think it, it's... Whatever it means to you is probably what it means. I think in terms of like animals, I find a lot of times animals will come into dreams. Really? When, when the person isn't willing, if the person wouldn't accept the loved one that they've lost in their physical human form, they will accept an animal. They'll accept, I, I, oh, believe, oh. I believe that, that, that a loved one coming over as an animal is a way for them to connect without the person who may not be into this freaking out or going, oh my God, my dad just visited me and it gives me the creeps or something like oh, that. Okay. So I think a lot of times, Animals serve that role for us. So. But I mean, a lot of people are like into Mickey Mouse. Have you ever noticed that? Like Disney characters and stuff. Like you almost have as a, like a spirit guide. As like a faith based almost to me, it seems. As like a hobby. I, right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of weird. Are you talking what? about the, the the Church of Mickey? Is that like, what you're right. brought into? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because like having you just seem it's like all Disney, and they're like 45 years old, and it's like all Disney. Well, the guy that like, I the guy that Agent I used to work for with with is a huge right. Disney. I mean, Jerry. Jerry no, no, oh, no, 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 no. We'll we'll leave it out. But okay. but he but he. Lo- I mean, just right. I mean, just a Disney fan. That is mm-hmm. like his church. I would think. Yeah. Probably okay. Think. So yeah, just, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But so- that's that's because it's it's the idea of a safe place. That's the idea of a okay. happy place. It's right. an idea. Right. It, okay. If that's your point, then yes. Right. We'll, we'll yeah. Happiest place on earth. But they you- also pump out uh, cotton candy smells on Main Street. <laughs> You're welcome very much. Yeah, they do. You know, but the amazing part though, if you even look at Disneyland, they're a part of like spirit animals. You have Chippendale, not not the strip club, but you have uh, Chippendale. You yeah. have Ugh. Pluto. You got That's... freaking Minnie and Mickey. You got Goofy. You got all these. You, you got all these animals that. <laughs> you <laughs> if know, you an acorn, you I mean, got, or a squirrel. You got all these animals that are here that are part of like maybe some sort of <laughs> spiritual guide. <laughs> <laughs> Jen is, dude, she's all over the place. Right now. How are we not filming this? Oh, man. Of all days, not to bring the camera. Unbelievable. All right, sorry, AJ, you were saying. No, but I'm, that's what I was just saying. It, it could be. That's all. That's all. Just, wait, just waiting to be distracted on this episode of Breaking. We're all trying to get in uh, I, I guess, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if um, I find animals to be so unique to me because I do feel like they're carriers of spirit. I do feel like they are. Uh, you do. Have you always felt like that? I feel like there are times when people, when spirit wants to be close, they can use an animal. That's my okay, right. right. And this you know, and I, guide, I, right? right. And I don't necessarily believe like it's like it, it, it's like being John Malkovich, where it assumes the body, whatever. You know, right. it's it's just I think it's a it's a 
it's like piggybacking off of something, you know, or like, you know, the skateboard in the back of a car type of thing. You know, I, I look at it as energy wants to be closer to us. And if, if we as humans don't respond well to it, or if there's a fear of that, then I think they will sort of hang out in the forms or, or with our pets. And I think that's a lot of times why you have such a closeness. First off, you can learn stuff from like any animal and it doesn't have to be your spirit animal. Right. Animals right. have so much to teach anyhow. Seriously. If you ever need to be humble, period, just, yeah. So, seriously, I mean that that already that they guide they guide us on their own, they, and we're all interconnected with them too. So I think that I mean I just like animals no matter what. I don't think I've ever felt like an animal totem has resonated with me, but I've always just been really intrigued by the ooh ooh. You know what I mean? And you'll do it back, and then they'll do it back. Has anyone ever done this, or is this just me? <laughs> no, I love watching you do this though. I, I, <laughs> I just sit here and let you go, and then when I'm done, I mark my little edits, and then go, yeah, that's gonna stay like in. Like blue jays, <laughs> you know, and and these and, and the uh, like the the hummingbird, for example. There's one with a really, really, really pretty red, red head. Red, red head, yeah. Right, and and, and like one with uh -huh. that's like really, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, uh -huh. oh, uh -huh. hungry, <laughs> no. Um, well, you know, well, backtracking real quick on, on something that you said was like, you know, people don't want to like they want to choose something cool as a spirit animal. Like no one wants to say, oh, my spirit animal is a hamster or like an ant or whatever. But everything is a spirit animal or mm -hmm. some sort of spirit guide that there's, there's a message. To, yeah. yeah, there's supposed something to teach to a lesson. So even if you're looking for something cool, most of the time it's, it's, it comes into you, the spirit animals from some sort of um, unique experience that, or encounter that you had with an animal. So say does for it have like, to be, though? Most of the time it comes in like that. Like for me, like. Mine was like a hawk. Like mine has always since a kid. Like in you know, not like I freaking live in the mountains or whatnot. You know what I mean? Not like I'm freaking Mowgli. I think and, mine's a pterodactyl. You know, mine and, is a pterodactyl. And, and, and talking, you know what I mean? But there's a part. Do you a pterodactyl? Do you a pterodactyl? <laughs> I was mainly squealing. Wait, but, no, ready for it? Ready for it? Oh, here we go. There. Oh, she, <laughs> no, it's not working. Hang on, I'll you warm up for this. Face, <laughs> She's doing a face that goes with it. That, <laughs> There you go. Yeah. That, I didn't insert that. That was a that was a real sound. That effect. was a real pterodactyl from right my there. ancestors. You're welcome. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have a picture of of her pterodactyl face, <laughs> right? That she makes when she does that noise. Perfect. No, no, that will go up right next to the picture of the moth. Right. <laughs> Did somebody else just go? Because <laughs> I no, but really, if there is a message, and if we can learn to maybe ground ourselves or become a little more humble with seeing our our earth life, our our plant life. Like everything that surround us is within us. I sometimes when my dog looks at me, I'm telling you, like my, <laughs> there, there's something else. Like like they're looking at me, but like it's sharing a vision with some with something else. Like and then, <laughs> right. and then other times my dog's like, no, I'm just hungry, and you're reading too much into it. But right. I mean, so much of it is is really it's so true. It's it's kind of whatever whatever we need, spirit will find a way to to communicate that to us. If if we're right. not in need of that message, we'll dismiss it. And if we are in need of it, we'll accept it. And so that's why I think any animal can be your guide when you need it. You know, if, if it's your pet wow. dog, it could right. be uh, your pterodactyl flying over, whatever it is. But but at some <laughs> it was point, probably a condor. But yeah, uh, I found and I, this is one of those things where I love. Uh, I just love animals. This is a Me story too. that doesn't have much meaning other than it just was cool. Um, my parents uh, grew up at a house, uh, or we grew up at a house uh, next to a horse stable, and they had uh, donkeys and horses and and donkeys um, and horses. Yes, they they did, and um, they had quite a few. I guess a total of like twenty. Wow. You know, um, and uh, for years, they'd, they'd lived there. And so we'd taken our dogs there to go visit my parents. And then while we're waiting for my parents to get back, we went over to the stable and I took our dogs over there. And it's big. It's a big stable. Uh, and so these, almost every single horse and donkey came over to where we were just to be next to our, us and our dog. It was the most wow. unique, like, 
connection, a relationship, oh, wow, like a, a experience. It was so they just wanted to see. And so we held the dogs up and, and, and they came all the way to the, as far, as far as they could. And all of a sudden it, it was like, there's, you know, six or seven horses and a couple wow. donkeys and then us holding our two dogs. They just wanted to be around. So there's some kind of hmm. connection yeah. or, right. or something. And so I think well, there's uh, something about being around animal or something. I can just feel there are times where I feel like there's a connection. Maybe it's from the beginning, the origin of all energy and that's right. that we're tapping into because yeah. it's not filtered like the way we filter. I think right. we filter our, right. our energy. But I also think there are times too. The first read I ever did was for an animal. And I think it's wait. Been, you never told us this. Yeah, the the, the first, I lost a, we'd lost a cat uh, about a year and a half old, and we didn't know why we lost. And that was the first reading I ever did. Was I went to this place where the animal had died, the cat had died, and then I felt the energy, and I was able to do a reading. Can you tell us a little more? But like, can you walk us down to that like that moment? Well, okay, so like, what time of day was it? Was it sunny? It was like two in the morning. Oh, it was, uh, and and we had rescued this cat from uh, it was mine and my wife's first animal that we'd adopted together. So we went to a shelter and adopted a cat. And um, the cat was already had some issues. It wasn't eating when we first got him. And um, he did start to eat with beautiful cat. Uh, finally started to eat. And we got him for about a year. He was six months when we got him. And uh, everything seemed to be fine. And then one night around two in the morning, um, he kind of did like a weird fidgety thing. I didn't even think anything of it. I didn't even check on him. Hmm. And about 10 minutes later, my wife went over there to say hi. And she starts to freak out. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he was already. He was eating. He was already gone, you know, I, it, it, we, and we don't, it was probably an aneurysm, of, you know, that what it more than likely, right. we couldn't afford the autopsy at the time. And which yeah. this is where folks, you make your own an piece. Autopsy, really? well, you know, you, well, you, yeah. you can, I mean, out here, it's not that uncommon. You want to no. know what at a year and a half, you want some kind of peace of mind. Now here's who I love spirit because this is a horrible thing. And I'm not trying to, you know, I love spirit, yeah, death, but, but it, it's our spirit is death though. But, but, and it was mm. so fascinating about this was that we were, we were given comfort that that we needed so badly at this moment uh a we were home that, that we needed that had we come home and found him dead mm. we would have been going what did he get into is it our fault right. Right. we've done something had we been there mm -hmm. you know he didn't scream or cry we were there we knew he, he went quietly other than whatever little twitch he may not even know if that was him dying or not I, but looked, you were you were aware of that moment it's the last time i saw him moving you know what mm -hmm. i mean and i don't know it looked like he was scratching at something or whatever it is right. i didn't even know if that was him or whatever but you know so my wife was um very, you know, th this rocked us both. At two in the morning, we had no wow. support system or no family here. So we called our parents and we drove back home. And then actually, we were doing radio medium at the time. Oh, wow. And so I had Dennis do a reading and, and God bless him. He's wonderful. It was not accurate, but he was wonderful. And I appreciate him, him trying. And Loving so, spirit. Yes. And so we didn't come home for about three days because we were so moved to tear pain. You know, we were just so rocked by this whole thing. And finally, when we came back, Immediately, I, I couldn't even like make peace with his room again until I went over to the exact spot where we found mm -hmm. him. So I did, and I laid on the floor. And the best way I can describe it is: is once I laid on the floor, it's like you feel energy in you. You feel it. Right. You feel yeah. it. Like, Does like, it <clears throat> vibrate? Is it warm? I, the best way I can describe. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it, it, feel, okay. it feels like, like you you start to share a code. Mm -hmm. it, you feel like 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 it's a stream that that is entering you, and it, and it somehow becomes part of your code, your DNA, hmm. or something. And at that moment, I just realized, okay, it's him. Like, I'm, this is like, he's right here wow. waiting for us to come back. Like, he didn't go anywhere. Oh. He, he stayed right in this exact spot. So I got at that place and I was able mm -hmm. to, and I'm so grateful for this. I was able to then provide some sort of comfort to myself and, and my wife, more importantly. And I was able to sort of give her the read that I felt like our cat was trying to express to mm -hmm. me to then tell her. And everything really did seem to make sense. It all seemed to sort of 
line up. And so uh, after that, the trick is then, you know, well, how do, how do you validate this? You know, and that, that's right. a leap of faith. You just have mm-hmm. to start doing other reads and, and stuff like that. But that was the first moment. And so uh, it's funny. I don't ever choose a cat as my guide, but maybe sure. the truth is my real animal guide might be my cat. Absolutely. Or a think, lion right. or right. something. Yeah, right. A feline, right. Which, and lion is King. something that we, that does come up in reads. I get lion a lot. King does come up in reads. Yeah. You know, and I've never mentioned that as my, my, my spirit guide too either. But um, that was my first experience. I was a 23. Wow. And, uh, and so that's when I first came into it though. But that's what I mean. There's something about, I was so like humbled by that. There was mm-hmm. something so like, like, thank you for allowing me to share this. Thank you right. for, for like our journeys getting to share this moment. Cause it doesn't make any physical sense. It doesn't make any physical sense. And yet I know what happened. It, it's. But maybe that's a lesson that cat was supposed to teach you was about maybe understanding and appreciation, love, grief, whatever that moment was. It was Accepting supposed to teach loss you that. Or, yeah, or gaining something from it. I hate to believe that anyone's passing is meant for something else. It or, is. Or whatever, but, but things happen, and I don't know what it's meant to do. I don't. Free I, I, accidents, I, those happen. But I, when it's time mm-hmm. to go, it's time to go back home. What I can say is that his passing opened up something. It allowed something to take place. You know, Acceptance? Yeah, well, whatever. It, it put me in touch with a certain gift, and it allowed me to... Oh, so it enlightened and awakened your senses right. to tap into energy. Right, but I would never say that that was like that... that that was your aha moment. Or person's purpose. Right, I would right. never define it like that. Did, did, right, did it serve okay. that for me? Yes, mm-hmm. but 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 I will always believe that that his his purpose here was far greater than whatever it had on me. It was a collective process. It, oh. Luckily, that was one of the things I got to take away from it. But I mean, um, if you have an animal right now, look at it. Love your love your pets. They're so animals are so absolutely. There's so much. Oh, shishi. There's so much peace. <laughs> peace. We have. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, it's funny that you shared that story about the uh, experience that I had. That it took my memory back i came home from school and i had a doberman pincher always my whole life and this this one particularly like she was jumping on me and all excited and and kind of acting a little weird uh spastic or something you know and then like she'd stop and you know i think the trauma maybe i don't want to remember all the details but i remember looking down at the ground and then continued to walk through the backyard and on the ground was all this blood and i'm thinking what the hell i don't know if she's like biting her tongue or whatever because fast forward she was having seizures in between Mm. the times that she was jumping on me Mm. oh my god and uh i didn't know what to do i i geez i called my brother i waited for him to be almost off of work and and i think i waited too long but i think it was too late anyway and he he's like why didn't you call me sooner it was just you know our family dog and and i couldn't pick her up there's no way she's only you know 80 pounds and at no way so we get her in the car and we're taking her over there and she had a 107 fever and I think her like lungs were enlarged or something like that. And so there was like no chance really. We had to just, would it be euthanized at mm-hmm. that point? Euthan- yeah. <clears throat> and I just remember like seeing her spirit almost leave her once he gave her the shot. She looked like she was so peaceful after that. Well, and I think we are stuck with the grief. That's a human thing, you know, uh, right. animals and, and, uh, and I've been there and we've had many pets put down. Um, oh, okay. That was like my first experience. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's, it's significant, of course. Um, you know, I, I, I'm always thinking at the time it happens, uh, how do I make their, how do I make it easier for them? Because right. we're, the, we're the ones that, Misery, we're the ones that yeah. get left behind. AJ, you know this as well, better than anyone, of course. That's the worst thing for them is leaving us behind like this. 
is because for them, you think? Yes, because because, they can't because us the, and... their, their greatest role for us is being our support system, is being there for us. When we're mm. down, they they humanize us in, in, in all the ironic ways. A dog humanizes oh, us. I so want to go take the dogs for a walk right now so bad and just like see their little smiley faces all happy because I don't know how, if you guys connect with your animals at every given moment. There's times where you're busy and you're cooking and you can't pet them and you are kind of <laughs> walking past them and not acknowledging them. Right. Or just me, I guess I have to admit it to feel better. And, you know, first <laughs> first step is, you know, yeah, because I just ignore them sometimes because I'm busy. And now I just want to hug them back and tell them thank you for loving me, even though I'm a jerk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they do have it. They do serve a purpose. And I do feel that Cassius, for example, um, our Doberman Pincher now, maybe Sheena, the dog that I experienced that with back in high school, uh, maybe she came back some somewhat in her spirit. But Cassius is like a human. I mean, I don't know if just Dobermans are just highly intelligent as it is, but she's such a little sassy little sassafras. Like, oh, yeah. she'll look out of the corner of her eye, even though she knows that she's not supposed to do it. And she'll do it just to test you because she's very obedient. She's highly trained. I mean, the first <laughs> time we told her sit and shake and all that with the trainer, she she did it all and then went back into her cage and like said, good night. Yeah, she like I'm walked, away. She walked away from the trainer and or she would turn her back on him like, she was so bored with them afterwards. So yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she teaches me a lot of things because she looks, I mean, no, she, she teaches I, us patience. <laughs> true. True. Well, there's so much. I, one of my favorite quotes uh, that I like to follow, cause I made it up. Uh, is, <laughs> is uh, But seriously though, is when, you know, if, <laughs> when I'm looking for humanity, I'll turn to pets. I'll turn to animals first. Right. But I, mean, I think that's the source of the reason why we're talking about this, right? Well, I, in a roundabout way, I guess. But I think we look at humanity as, you know, this human quality. And in fact, if anything, they taught it to us. It, mm -hmm. was, it was a hand-me-down. It wasn't like it was at the core of humans. It was at the core of animals. And we're just part of that species. We're part right. of the animal species. So I just wish we were a better representation of it. So when I think about what animals did, they're so humbling. And it, because it, it balance and respect and, and nature right. and, and, you know, without overpopulating and violence is out of a necessity for them it's not out of, you know what i mean there's all these things that you know when they do take that on it's for uh sort of taking on land or ownership of whatever it is there's explanations for it not just for the sake of, of doing it and now uh, and, and dolphins right. if, oh i'm so glad you went there with that right <laughs> they have a vocabulary they have a oh, language yeah. and they're the only other species and, uh, and i thought we came from dolphins though there's a theory that we come from dolphins i don't know um that well there is there is a theory that goes into, uh, you might be thinking. UFO, I mean, alien, no? Yes, yeah, yeah. You're, okay. you're mm -hmm. thinking about the Dogon tribe. You're thinking. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes. I, wow. I don't know wow. very many people that know. Yeah, you're talking about the, the Dogon tribe where they. they it's so intriguing. Yeah, I mean, you're, intriguing you're, is an understatement. And you're talking about uh, Sirius A, Sirius B. Yes. Yeah. 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 So wow. uh, this is very weird, by the way. Talk about harmony. I don't, I don't know how many of anyone listening even knows that the fact that right. we both know our three of us know this in this room is very crazy <laughs> look up the dogon tribe d-o-g-o-n uh out of africa and um they're fascinating uh how they knew the stuff they knew and how they believe they came to understand those things it's right uh, and, and and theoretically i guess that we're from them yes yes right. yeah right. yes which by the way the, this is there and also isn't there some type of um abdom i can never say that word aborigine or whatever but i think that there's some uh, relation to that too like the the um, Sasquatch guy. Oh, Himalayas and I think Yetis it ties into whatever. Yeah. But I mean, that's probably oh, yeah. another show. It, it, Maybe, it, yeah. But look it up. The Dogons are fascinating. They're they're yeah. fascinating. And what I say out with dolphins small. is that they're the only other only other animal other than humans that that can commit suicide. And right. I, I'm not talking about lemmings who don't know what they're doing with the right. walk. But I mean that they get well, so depressed. Whales and dolphins too, yeah. right? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't I think what, whales yeah. tie in somehow too. So that so let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but a dolphin will ram its head into the wall or yeah. something until I mean, just that's a lot of awareness yeah. for for an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's your dolphin sound? Everybody, let's do one. All right, no, wait, no. you first. You can do it. No, my dolphin says no. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. How about Wade? Yeah, we're gonna do a quick. Oh wait, we did the last one. You know, huh? we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do a so quick. So we're gonna um, be wrapping this up here. Yeah, we'll be wrapping this up in our all. I swear the jungle book. So I hope this helped you out. And <laughs> I feel bad for AJ. AJ was he wanted so bad to talk about spirit animals, and we just shit all over it. I'm sorry. AJ. <laughs> oh it's okay. I have fun doing it anyway. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't have a guest, and, right. the, and, and AJ lets me on the mic. I just take it all over the place. I'm, I'm sorry, but this is entertainment. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, us, we don't right? want. I mean, it's never a dull so moment, right? Your instant karma. Here it is. All right. Wait, center your energy for real. <laughs> we need a good one. Here, I'll let you do this. Here, he, he was right. doing his instant karma voice. All right, all right. Here we go. Dream as if you'll dream forever. Live as if you'll die today. I, well, we did talk about dreams. That sounds like a Gandhi quote, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, actually. Well, Dream God, as if you'll hmm. live forever. Yeah, li or, or, live as if you'll die today. His was learn, though. Learn as if you'll, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah it's always, well, we talked about dreams, and we talked about, uh, I guess, did. and in the moment, animals are very, uh, are in the moment. So is that tie in? I didn't even know that think. animals could come into your dream. Is that what you were saying? No, they do. Yeah, animals How come I don't dream? dream? <laughs> we all dream. We just don't remember. That was just my angst I, of, like. I would say, uh, drink less. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Drink. Drink, yeah, drinking. We uh, don't drink. We don't drink. Uh, well, no, we truly don't. Like we don't. I don't think it a has lot. A lot of <laughs> recreational things will, will get in the way of dreaming. So people that drink or smoke weed or do whatever, you have less. You you acquire or achieve less REM sleep, and therefore you have less dreams that you can pick up on. All right. Well, you, we could talk to like my other people in my family that actually could. <laughs> like you know yeah 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 she's winking right now. <laughs> we, I'm all, you this know. is the mystique of breakthrough. No, day. my mom actually <laughs> does have like just to. to Piggyback on that, my mom has some pretty prophetic dreams. Oh, yeah. But she has dreams. I just try to shut my mind off until I like, wake up again because do you know how exhausting it is to be this person with me? <laughs> do you know how exhausting it is living with this person? Do not listen to him. He is a storyteller. I'm getting some ideas. My head, my head is normally in a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his and his and we went to da 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 <laughs> exactly da, da, <laughs> trio alright thank you guys for tuning in to Breakthrough we had a great show today I hope you had a lot of laughs with us and <laughs> thank you for having this fun breakthrough so are, are you, you ready, ready for, for a breakthrough King of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town and be just like the other men. I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby doo, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you, talk like you, too. You'll see it's true. And they like me.